With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Line Show, Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus. Let's talk some recruiting, Nate, and it's a different January than what we're used to. I mean, normally um, we're on the road in January. Coaches are on the road. We're going to school, seeing guys. And, you know, we've seen January just change so much just in the last couple of years. It you know, used to be a scramble month to wrap up your class. It then kind of became a partial month when the early signing day happened to now nobody really uses January to sign guys for um, unless unless you are a new coaching staff, but there just aren't a lot of available players now left in January that you're better off to save for the portal. Um, and right now with nobody on the road, January has turned into a portal month uh, in recruiting. Yeah, it really has. I mean, there's I mean, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> it's It's hard to um you know you're you're not out being able to to watch kids work out uh, or to kind of get an eyeball on them in person because you know that's that's one thing when it comes to recruiting uh underclassmen i mean there's kids from their sophomore year uh to their to their you know the whatever the second semester of their junior year uh can grow and, and develop a lot and change a lot so you know, and without any of that happening, it's it's really difficult, I think, to uh, to get a good gauge on on where people are at. So, um, and all the activity right now is in the transfer portal. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, and Nate Nebraska with the addition of Samori Tori and Marquis Step. They are now at 23, and 25 is the most initials they can add between the portal and recruits. And you know when you you size it up right now. I mean, it's as simple as this right now. Avante Dickerson would be the desired spot 24, the Omaha West Side corner, who, by the way, is apparently down to Nebraska and Oregon. I'm not even sure Minnesota is in it as they once were. And then spot 25 appears to be maybe best available guy. I'm not sure who that could be, but that could be a transfer portal spot. It could be a high school player, whoever the best available guy is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see. You know, first of all, with Dickerson, you know, if it's down to Nebraska and Oregon, I I, I like I think you got to bet on Nebraska there because, um, you, you know, if if one of the reasons why he had got kind of cold feet with Minnesota was because he had never vin- uh, visited Minneapolis, well, he has never been to to Oregon either. He's never been to Eugene, so. Um, you know, if that's the reason, you know, in distance, it could be a factor. Uh, you have to really like Nebraska's chances if, if that is in fact where he's at. And um, you know, he keeps quiet. I mean, he's he he's not publicizing, uh, you know, this by any stretch. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But um, you know, I, I think after that, you know, do you do you go after um, a linebacker or do you go after a wide receiver since you had Wandale leave? And you're only going to have uh, Torre for for a year, um, you know. It, it, I think they they're, they're going to have some some decisions to be made there. Yeah, it will be interesting. And Nate, do you think Dickerson is strictly a defensive back for Nebraska? I mean, is there any chance he'd be a receiver, or do you think he's a, a corner all the way based on need? 
Um, yeah, based on need, I would say he's a corner for Nebraska. But I mean, he he is he's a heck of an athlete. He's got great speed. Um, you know, I think he could play, he could translate as a wide receiver. So, uh, but I think first, I think first for what Nebraska needs. Uh, he's he's probably a, a corner for them. What about spot twenty five? I mean, the urgency for that. Do you think there's an urgency to get a guy here by February second, which would be the latest you could be here um, to take part in spring uh, spring uh, classes? Uh, you can be here one week late this year, and and it's a January twenty fifth start date. So um, the first Monday in February is when you'd have to be enrolled into a class at Nebraska. I mean, I think there's a huge benefit, obviously, to get a guy here then, but. Could there also be some guys that pop up on the back end of a spring semester? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I, I, I do think that you're going to see some some more names pop up in the back end. You're going to have, you know, I'm really intrigued by what's going to happen with, uh, with a junior college football season that's taking place this spring. Are there going to be some guys that emerge – you know, in that whole deal that, uh, that are kind of there for the taking, if you have a spot, um, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of decisions to be made or, or do you go in the transfer portal one more time and bring in somebody that you feel like is, uh, you know, somebody that can help you out immediately and get on campus right away. So, um, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scenarios that I think the staff is going to have to weigh and, and I think it's going to come down to, okay, well, uh, can this guy help us immediately? Um, do we feel like he's going to be a good fit? Because, you know, we, we've seen that not everyone's been a good fit that the staff has, has tried to bring in and, and make work. And, and I think you have to be – that's probably the, the, the number one thing that, that they've got to do is make sure that, okay, um, this is a kid who's wired the right way and is going to fit in with what we want to do. Yeah, what about that Juco season, Nate? What, I mean, did they is everybody playing like a four- to five-game schedule? I mean, I, I'm guessing there's not a championship sponsored by the NJCAA this year? I don't know the – the, the exact layout in terms of how many games there's going to be or if there is going to be a national championship game. Uh, but I, I do know that um, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's, they're, they're trying to duplicate it as much, uh, you know, or as closely to the, the fall season as, as they can. Um, and, and I know that they've, they've already been able to start practicing and, and there's, they've had a limited number of practices that they could have in the fall. And then, um, you know, practices here are, are going to be starting, starting up as soon as everyone's back uh, on campus from the, from the break. So, um, you know, and I, I really do think there, there could be some steals out there. There could be some guys that, that emerge that are there for the taking, um, you know, if, if you happen to have a spot. Yeah, Nate, I'm looking at Iowa Western right now on their website and, They've got a they've got an eight game schedule posted that starts on March 27th and ends on May 22nd. No Kansas teams on there though, which leads me to believe is can is the Jayhawk League are they not playing? Are they only playing in the state of Kansas? I think they're only playing in the state of Kansas. But Iowa Western will play Snow, they'll play Iowa Central twice, and they'll play Ellsworth twice. And then they've got some other games on there against Arkansas Baptist, Northeast Oklahoma. Um, and Southern Shreveport. So they, they've, they obviously are playing four Iowa games yep. and four other games. And, you know, arguably that snow game is probably the biggest game on their schedule. And that's who they'll open with. Yeah, that's that is the biggest game on the schedule. Um, and that's kind of a, that's a rematch of a game they had a couple of years ago in a bowl game, I think. Yep, right. It was the, the, the bowl game. Yep. So that will be interesting, especially if coaches are allowed on the road after April 15th. Yeah. We don't we don't know that. 
Um, but boy, uh, junior college football games will be heavily attended if they are allowed on the road. But gosh, you just feel for these kids. You hope that the NCAA, I don't know if they can do this, but allow some flexibility with JUCO kids on that 25 initial rule because there's going to be a lot of kids that may not get a scholarship opportunity because of that 25 initial rule. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of guys that that you know just flat out gave up the game uh, this this past fall uh, because they were they knew that you know they had a small window to go ahead and and, and try to make it and try to play and and get somewhere, um, but without having a, a you know a fall season, it made it very difficult to do that. So. Um, they had to kind of weigh their options and whether they wanted to continue to, to grind it out and, and hope uh, that, that they could get, you know, picked up late by somebody. So, I mean, yeah, I, I feel bad for, for junior college kids. I feel bad for the coaches because this has been kind of a nightmare for them to piece it all together and, and to try and, um, you know, to try and handle recruiting and, and handle um, everything else, the roster management for them too. So, um, but I am very intrigued to see, you know, exactly how this plays out, especially, like you said, if, if the, the spring evaluation period does happen to open up after April 15th, after the dead period uh, ends that, that we're currently in, um, yeah, it could, it, you know, if, if you're a school that has a spot or two held back, you could, uh, you could help yourself in the JUCO realm. Well, and you, a lot of these schools, Nate, you won't even, you may not even know who appears on these rosters. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it, it, you could. This is if there's ever a year to find a uh, guy in the bushes. Yeah, the diamond in the rough or a hidden gem or whatever you want to call it. I mean, this is the year to do it. All right. Well, lots to follow uh, with recruiting the transfer portal. Make sure you're logged on to HuskerOnline.com as we will keep you up to date with the latest. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.